Hello, member. Thank you once again for your contribution in making this podcast better. We uh, appreciate you and are giving you your story. It is week four, story number two. Go ahead, Patty. Hi, Kenny. Tonight I decided to go to North Carolina. So I'm using some stories out of my um, Haunted North Carolina book. And the story I thought I would tell is the flaming ship of Ocracoke Islet. And um, it is a really interesting story. The um, Palatinians who came from uh, Eastern or from Europe came over to the United States in order to flee religious persecution. And that's kind of the backdrop for this story. So these people had moved from um, their original homes. They had gone, some of them, to Germany and different other countries. And then they had heard that in the United States you could have more religious freedom. So they decided to take all their worldly goods and head for the United States. So there was a, um, they chartered a ship. And some of them were very wealthy people. There was a lot of, you know, of uh, gold and, and jewelry and what have you that came with them. And they got on the ship. Unfortunately for them, throughout the journey, the uh, captain of the ship and his crew, who were very unscrupulous, began to nose around. And they realized these were very wealthy people that were coming across with them. And so they kind of devised a plan that they were going to make sure these men and women did, and children didn't get to the United States. So um, at Ocracoke Isle, um, with this little inlet, before they could... Uh, put into shore, they, um, captain, um, ordered the people killed and the, f- the ship set on fire and he and his men took the, the, uh, the spoils of the, of the, you know, their actions, all the gold and the jewelry and what have you. And they set out in the lifeboats away from it, but much to, um, to their shock, the, the flaming ship bore down on them and just seemed to keep coming and it bore down on them and uh, they ended up some of them dying as well. And the people on the aisle on the, on the inlet there obviously saw what was going on. They didn't see the murders, but they did see a flaming ship coming in to the inlet um, late at night. And these men desperately rowing away from it. At first they thought they were just trying to get away from the fire, but those who survived and the, um, rescue boats that that made it were laden with gold and what have you and it was their greed that did the men in many ways the ships the the boats were too heavy to paddle very far um they were slow in the water and the currents carried the ship directly into them and it is said that even now um on certain moonlit nights you will see the flaming ship sailing into the inlet and it just it's burning on fire. You hear screams and cries from on board of those who were injured and not dead. And sometimes you see some men in a little rowboat desperately trying to get away before the ship overtakes them and they end up dying in the water. So you can imagine what a sight that would be. And this has been going on for well over a hundred years. Hmm. Did you interview any eyewitnesses? I did not. Um oh. It's a historical story, and I mean, like you go to the newspapers every so many years, you'll find a couple of people who, who um, talked about seeing it and what have you. And the story will almost die out, and then all of a sudden there'll be three or four people see it in a in a week, and then it'll go away for five or ten more years, and then boof, there's you know another 
sighting or uh, multiple sightings of it. But it's uh, if you look at the uh, accounts, you will see that the newspapers will, will carry accounts of it, you know, every eight, 10 years, something like that. Somebody seems to um, see it or several people seem to see it, depending. Sometimes people that don't even know each other. And most of the time, because it's not a well-known story anymore, um, people that don't even know the story. In fact, they've had police called and what have you by, you know, very concerned people thinking that the ship's on fire and people are dying and they need to get help. Do you think the ship is really there? Like manifested three-dimensional object? Or do you think that it's just they're seeing something kind of like a hologram? I think it's um, more of a hologram. Nobody has ever said they've actually gotten to the ship. They've never rescued anybody from the ship. It's just um, a trace memory Mm -hmm. that for some reason, you know, builds up speed and then discharges. And when it discharges, um, that's when they see it. But I think it's all that fear, that anger, that pent up pain, the, what happened to these people, you know, this was their dream. They had lived through persecution. They had been forced out of their own country. They had gone to other countries. They were persecuted there. And now they had this hope, this dream that it was going to end. They were going to the United States and they could be who they were and practice their religion in open without having to hide or be afraid. And then it was all taken from them at the last minute, the night before they were going to dock. Hmm. That's sad. It is. It's a, it's a sad story in a lot of ways. Um, and it's a story about retribution because, you know, the people on board were either dead or dying. And yet somehow the wind changed and shifted and the ship followed these men and overtook them. And revenge was was given, whether it was um, accidental or there was a higher power at play. I don't know. But um because of that, it makes it a unique story in some respects. So the ship itself chased them? Yeah, what happened was the wind seemed to shift, and they had left the sails up when they took off the ship, figuring it was all going to burn anyway. Yeah. And the wind shifted and pushed the ship towards them uh. as they were trying to um, you know, paddle madly for the shore. They, they couldn't go very fast. They were laden down with all the stuff that they had stolen from the people they had murdered you know, gold and, and jewelry and what have you. And it overtook uh, a couple of the uh, of the lifeboats and some of the men died. Hmm. And some who didn't, they were obviously caught on the shore. A, bla- a big flaming ship <clears throat> is going to catch attention and people came out and they realized and then, you know, that something was really wrong and where did all this stuff come from? And obviously these sailors didn't own all this jewelry and what have you. And then somebody finally confessed that they had murdered the people aboard the ship. Yeah. That's what I was going to say next. Like, where did the story come from? Someone had to survive, right? (laughs) Oh yeah. There were, there was um, multiple people who survived. Oh, okay. And at least one of them confessed. And then after that, it was, you know, it was well known what had happened. And then there was a trial and what have you. So the boat that got overtaken and is assumedly on the bottom of the ocean, did anybody go and find that treasure? Or try? I do not know the answer to that. In none of the stories did I ever see anything about that. Because you know that that had to go somewhere, right? <laughs> well, it did. I mean, there's the, the, the oceans are just filled with treasures that haven't been recovered. Right. And I'm not sure if somebody has or not. Yeah, there's a cool show about that. There's a lot of cool shows, uh, episodes of shows and things for about the uh, lost treasures. And, you know, I have kind of a 
a penchant for lost treasure stories myself because I've written a book on Pennsylvania's lost treasures. Yeah, are we going to go spelunking together? <laughs> Maybe in, one in day. In the Williams, <laughs> Williamsburg caves? Maybe with, with Ryan with us as well. Yeah, we'll He's film it. He's definitely better with the caves than I am. We'll film it, but we need more patrons. <laughs> we definitely need more patrons. <laughs> to we hire crew. every one of them. And, you know, we need more patrons so we can take more adventures and film all this and share it with everybody. Yep. Okay, so uh, that was Haunted North Carolina. Haunted North Carolina. I'm going to stay in North Carolina for the next story as well. Okay, and that's on Amazon, right? Yes, on Amazon you can get the book. All right. Well, thanks again, member, and looking forward to giving you the next story.